With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, welcome into the Starcast Mark Studios. Uh, along with Christian and James, who we'll meet here in just a second, I'm Ryan, and uh, this is the P. Oh, I almost said it. This is the uh. AGR. For game 14, Chris is like smirking at me. I can see him off screen smirking at me. Uh, we're serious. We're not doing PGRs anymore. Uh, after that, the, the one time we said we weren't going to do a PGR, they actually won, and it was a dominating game. So we're doing AGRs now, after game reviews. And uh, anyways, uh, we are brought to you by uh, DraftKings. Make sure that you use the promo code THPN next time you go and use their app for a special little offer from them and uh, that lets them know that we sent you and we really appreciate uh, the the support from there if you guys will go and do that um, so at this point we're going to go ahead and bring in Chris and James hey guys how are y'all doing I'm great I love playing teams that are on their second game of back-to-backs that's fun I know right exactly that's exactly how I thought so uh, despite all of the uh, you know the naysayers and everything like that has bonus figured it out? Uh, yeah, these two games have <laughs> done pretty good. Yep. So, uh, what are y'all's original thoughts coming out of this game? Uh, what's a, a big storyline for you uh, with this game in particular, or even the last two games in particular? We we scored five on five goals and we won games. Pretty crazy how that works. I mean, tonight we have we only had the one power play and the one penalty kill, and we still found a way to put five goals on the board in regulation. So, very happy about that. And, uh, James, what, what, what do you have anything going on for, for you? 
Can't hear James. Yeah, we lost James. We can't hear you, buddy, whether you're talking or not. Oh, we good now? Oh, there yeah, we go. Okay, okay. So now, now that you can beat the you beat the teams who you're supposed to on their back-to-back -back nights, now can you pull it into the next game? Mm -hmm. That's yep, a good point. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go back to the offense for me. I think the big thing for the Stars is they've scored 10 goals in two games when it took them like five games to score 10 goals previously. So I, I'm enjoying the offense and, you know, given that, you know, two of the goals are empty netters. But you know what? Who cares? It's 10 goals in two games. I'm going to sit there and run with it. Um, uh, before we get into uh, the rest of this game, though, uh Huge shout-out to Zach and Monica, uh, Zach's new bride. Uh, they're having fun down in uh, Disney World. And sorry, guys, that we didn't do the uh, PGR last game, but uh, we were having a little bit too much fun with uh, Zach and this past weekend. So shout-out to him. But uh, I did want to put Chris on the spot here because I thought this was hilarious. I'll let him tell the story. Um, so we went to Top Golf the night before, right? And uh, <laughs> Chris is already giving me a death glare. Chris, do you want to tell everybody what you did? All right, listen, I want y'all to understand that I am an athlete, and as an athlete, I need to have prime conditions when I perform. And the conditions at the Top Golf were not prime, so they turned on the heaters because it was a little bit nippy out. Got my hands all sweaty, sweaty. I swung the five iron, and the sweaty hands and the five iron didn't mix really well, so the Five iron got stuck in the net. <laughs> and, and give this, we're we're on the second floor, right? So he's he takes a swing and he swings it so hard and his hands are so sweaty that it goes up into the net on the third and, on the and, third floor. And and again, I blame the Top Golf <laughs> because I'm an athlete. I need prime conditions, and that is entirely their fault. Mm, so well, still, I, I thought golf it was absolutely hilarious. Yep. So, uh, anyways, we had a blast uh, with with the past couple of, of game of uh, days, just with, having fun with Zach and uh, celebrating him and Monica. But, anyways, uh, speaking of celebration, let's get into a celebration with some of with some of these past couple of stars games. Um, so, uh, the score for both of these games have been five to two. So the scores the stars have scored five goals per game in the past two games, and they've only allowed uh, two. Uh, in uh, return. So um, just looking at some of the stats or any players that you guys uh, want to pull out, what, what kind of sticks out to you, stat-wise or player-wise? I mean, Rope hints that the floodgates opened, and he is now pouring it on with three goals in the past three games. And honestly, in these past three games, it's felt like he could have scored six goals. Like, it's been crazy. It, like three goals, three games, and it felt like he hasn't been doing that great. So, really excited for Rope Hens to finally get going in his season. And like we said, the injury might have hampered him, but it looks like he's in in full stride right now, and that needs to keep going, especially with that entire line too. Not not just Rope, but Rope Robertson and Pavelski. All of them points here tonight. Yeah, and, and just real quick, uh, Roberts had three points on the night tonight and still didn't make it on the stars list. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't, know, how I don't, that I don't know who did that. But... <laughs> yep. Maybe it was Bones. He's been, Robertson, has, <laughs> Robertson has been awesome in the past couple of games. I think he's on a four-game point streak now with 
three points just tonight. It, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Keep that rolling, and, uh, too. Yeah, with the three points tonight, that gives him nine points in uh, eight games to, uh, to start the season for him. Obviously, uh, he missed the first uh, six games due to that injury that he suffered in the last preseason game, but he's looked great ever since coming in. Um, the the one player I wanted to point out, and I thought this was interesting, and I, 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 I think it just says how much uh, Bonus doesn't like this player, Riley Tufty. Uh, so Riley Tufty gets Aww. called up. Let's knock in the native so fast. Oh no! I, I, I'm not. It's, it's not really. A, it's not really a negative. It's it's more of just like an observation more than anything, because it, it's the fact that he uh, Riley Tufty only gets seven minutes and fifty seconds on the night tonight, and everybody else got ten minutes or above. So it was pretty split evenly between uh, all four forward lines. But uh, Riley Tufty not getting any kind of. Uh, you know, normal playing time uh, for for him. And we know exactly what it really is, honestly. Bones is mad that Coma was sent down. And I think think that's the only reason. I mean, Tufty hasn't done anything wrong, really. I mean, he didn't make an amazing defensive play on their first goal where he had a chance to stop the puck. But even then, that would have been a great back check. check. That's not his fault. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, I think yeah, 100% sure. him being mad that Como's gone. Yeah, and it, it even even last game he hit four minutes the entire night. Like he's he's not even getting a chance right now. It feels bad. Yeah. The NHL season is underway, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I felt like this was the most complete period, was the first period. Even though we, we should have been up 2, 3, nothing or whatever, it was the most complete period on both sides of the puck. I mean, just everything looked, seemed to be clicking really well. Now, again, it's the Detroit Red Wings on a back-to-back, but who cares? You know, the Stars have needed something like this. I mean, and we can't say it's the Detroit Red Wings it, anymore. The Red Wings are a good team. I mean, they're 8-7 and seven going into this game above 500. They were rolling. They're on a back-to-back game, so... That's that's the reason that they didn't they, that they look like the old ring, Red Wings in my opinion until the second period when they turned it on like that team looked good in the at, for ten minutes in the second period but sorry to cut you off no it's okay um I I, I specifically loved uh, the breakouts for the stars the breakouts out of their own zone were, were absolutely good. perfect 
I mean, they weren't just trying to pass their uh, uh, pass their problems along. They weren't trying to just get it up the boards. They were actually, you know, making creative plays to get out of their own zone, and I really appreciated that. Yeah. Side note for the Red Wings. Holy crap, those two rookies, man. Moritz Sider and uh, Lucas Raymond. My gosh, both of those guys are going to be like monsters uh, for their over their careers. And uh, yeah. I mean, that's the next, uh, you know, Nick Nick Lindstrom and uh, I guess Steve Yzerman for the for the <laughs> for the Detroit Red Wings. Not trying to equate those two guys to those two guys yet, but uh, they so far they've looked great. They're one and two and and rookie scoring those two guys so yeah sorry side tangent there go ahead yeah. Chris. they look really good but i totally agree with you on the outlet passes stuff for the majority of the first part of the season we've just been seeing chip it up the board and get into the neutral zone but this this game especially even more so than philadelphia i feel like there's a lot of good small touch passes in our own zone get it get it up the boards then get it to the middle and good plays like that that really leads to your transition game and that's what bones talks about defense to offense that's how you get it is you get clean outlet passes out of your own zone and you get momentum into the offensive zone and we scored multiple times that way and we had lots of good looks on the rush which we historically haven't gotten and uh so so the first period was by far the best period of the season in my opinion for the stars um, now, unlike uh, the Philadelphia game that I felt like that was a better game overall than this game for the Stars, uh, just and I'm mostly thinking because of the second period. So uh, beginning in the second period, uh, Jamie Benn with a beautiful tip on a, a Mira Haskin and wrist shot, and it uh, finds its way past uh, uh, Nadelkovic, and it leads the Stars to go 2 nothing. Jamie's third of the season, and Haskin nets his 10th assist. Mm-hmm. In 16 games or 14 Haskinen, games, excuse me. Haskinen is earning his money right now. He is definitely. I think he's the leader for the Norris right now. Honestly, like I know Fox is still looking great up in New York, but geez, Haskinen looks crazy good, and he totally intended that to go straight to Jamie Stick too. There's no way he was trying to score on that shot. It was it was too soft to try and score on. It was going straight for Jamie the whole way. Great play by Haskinen. And then uh, it continues for the Stars with another goal. And with honestly, I thought with this goal, uh, this 3-0 goal, that the Stars kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit. But anyways, Rope Hints from uh, Essa Lindell. And that's Rope Hints' third of the year. Three goals in three games for Rope Hints. And it finally looks like he's starting to get going in what we expected him to be this upcoming season. Yeah, and yeah. That, I just want to say I totally called that. You, yeah, totally you did on Twitter. <laughs> I swear, I, I uh, saw that and I was like, no way, no way. I was I like, had freaking time traveler, James. Man. So anyway, it was a beautiful goal, and uh, Rope Hints gets his third of the year, and uh, three goals in three games, like I said. Uh, however, here comes the Detroit Red Wings. Um, Philip Zadina gets his third of the year from Gagne and Stahl, and you know it was a good shot. It was a mm-hmm. it was a good shot. It, it I don't I don't fault uh, Otter on on this one, and uh, that puts the Stars uh, only with a two goal lead instead of a three goal lead, and yeah. uh, that kind of puts some some pressure on the Stars, and uh, the momentum continues to get pushed in the Red Wings' direction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Go ahead, James. I'll take some credit for this because 
<laughs> oh goodness. Um, I had some great jinxes in our group chat that we had tonight. You really did. You really <laughs> I really did. did. At least two. So, so not thirty seconds before the goal goes, and I'm like, hey, that other tweet on on the what on the predictions is going really good right now. And as I send that, the the goal goes in. So, I, I'm deeply sorry. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. And he's not even done yet. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but, and before that goal even, there was a timeout by the Red Wings coach right after the Rope Hints goal. And from that timeout, pretty much until the Larkin goal, Detroit looked like a completely different team. They looked crazy good. They looked like the Detroit team that had won eight games. So it, I don't know how they were able to flip a switch like that, but it's a good thing that we were able to respond after the Larkin goal. But I know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Go ahead with the Larkin goal, Ryan. Yeah, that's right. So uh, Larkin scores on the power play, and he gets his eighth of the year. And Dylan Larkin is another guy that's been really good for the uh, the Red Wings this year, their captain. And, he, of course, who are the assists from? Marit Sider and Lucas Raymond. So uh, it that kind of pushes the Stars to 3-2, to two, and uh, they do let in a goal on the power play. And there was only one power play for each side tonight, so... Uh, despite the Stars losing the, the special teams battle tonight, they still win the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and this is where my second fault comes in because <laughs> I noticed that Larkin had missed two really nice chances earlier in the game, and I type, hey, Larkin is not looking pretty good. That's pretty lucky. And then he scored. And then he <laughs> so, immediately scores. I, I, yeah, I, I blame the two goals on me tonight. I stopped Otter's shutout. So, so, so in other news, we're also having a witch burning, and we're going to be live streaming that on Twitch. So, <laughs> m- make sure you subscribe. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, the the Red Wings did start k- continue to push in that second period, and uh, for a while, I, I was going to be like, "Oh no, here we go again! The Stars are going to blow a you know a three goal lead, and it's going to be tied going into the third, and it's anyone's game at that point." I felt though after the Larkin goal that. We really did have some good pushback from the Stars' offense, especially from the from the Hints, uh, Robertson, and Pavelski line. It, we had some good offensive zone time towards the end of that period, and I think that was really important going into the third to have that momentum. Yeah, and 100% agreed. And uh, uh, Logan Onks, uh, he, he says on uh, YouTube, Robo, Hints, Pavs line dominated tonight. They did. They looked very oh, good tonight. And, you know, honestly, all – you know, really, it was the top three lines that looked really good, but all four lines did pretty decent tonight, in my opinion. They, uh, It was mostly the top two lines that spent time in the offensive zone, which is what we expected. But the cycle game from the Stars looked great. They weren't dumping and chasing the whole time. They were actually bringing the puck into the zone, making creative passes, and, you know, getting into the zone and setting it up and, you know, getting scoring chances that, you know, we hadn't seen in the first, you know, 10, 11, 12 games of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, there is still some dump and chase. And I mean, that not that how the Robertson goal in the the first Robertson goal in the third period went from a dump yes. and chase? Yeah, yeah so it's, it was, it was going to happen, but it's got to be like time and play stuff. So if you've got momentum going into the offensive zone from your great outlet pass that we talked about earlier in the podcast, keep that going and take it up the rush. If you've got no momentum and you just t- got a turnover in the neutral zone, no one's moving around. That's a good time to dump it in. Give yourself a chance that going that way. So it's it's the time and place that we're talking about. And that's why I wasn't fully against the dump and chase because I understand there's a time and place for it. 
but we're, we're definitely seeing a good balance right now, I think. Yeah. So let's go ahead and go ahead, James. I, go ahead. I, I really liked the, the Ben Raffle Gurion fly tonight because where, whereas they didn't necessarily score or create like a ton of chances, even when they weren't, they were they looked very physical in the game and they were looking they were they looked like like they were supposed to look like like we what we would expect that line to look like like not physical and still getting chances while they're doing it mm -hmm. yeah and ben does score don't forget the first goal in the second period it, it was off the face off but yeah I, I really did like that uh, third line tonight. It, it looked very good. It, it, it was just generally those three guys seemed to really complement each other, kind of like um, how uh, Robo, Hints, and Pavs kind of complement each other as well. So mm -hmm. um, And Ben's definitely playing better than he line. has. Ben definitely has been playing better than he has in the recent years, and it's, he's, he's so much more impactful in the center role. I don't know how that happened when he's played left wing his entire life, and he plays center for – five games last year and all of a sudden he's a center now but he, he really is he's, he needs to stay there and he's great on the dots too and i'm sure we'll talk about that later well and i th i think the reason being is because that the center role is so much more impactful and you know jamie ben wants to be impactful like that and i, I yeah. know he's 32 and everything like that but you know with a guy like that who you know the offense is kind of dried up a little bit it, he'll he'll still contribute you know 10 15 20 goals maybe but uh you know, giving him that ability to go out into the center role and find other ways to impact the game—that's the kind of thing that we need from our captain to do. And especially if the if the offense is not there, and he's doing not just the offensive yeah. stuff now, but he's doing a bunch of stuff. It's just so strange too, because the center role is normally reserved for like your best skaters too, because you have to you're moving the most in the center role too. And Jamie Ben's definitely not one of our best skaters, but for whatever reason, he's just doing really well there. So. I'd be interested well, to, to hear from someone who knows more about in individual hockey play talk about that. I would really like to, and I, I think that's a really good point about uh, Pavelski too. You know, Pavelski's getting a little bit older, mm, so he true. doesn't necessarily need to be that uh, first-line center role like we need him to now that we have Hintz fully healthy, Sagan is fully healthy, Ben is actually doing pretty good as the third-line center. So that gives him less responsibility and it's not requiring him to be, uh, you know, skating up and down the ice as much as uh, Hintz does. So anyways, I really liked uh, that third line tonight. Uh, so anyways, getting into the third period, uh, Jason Robertson scores his second and oh, it seems like he scored more, but it's only a second of the year. And uh, it's from uh, Pavelski and Hockenpah on a, on a really great play. And uh, especially from uh, Robertson, I, I, I didn't realize what had happened until it was already in the back of the net, and I think Nedeljkovic was kind of the same way. It was a great play by both Hints uh, and or Pavelski and Robertson because Pavelski knew to let it let it go because they would trick the goalie. It was a great play. I thought it was really really cool behind the net there. Yeah, and for the this was the one that they dumped in and they got it and mm -hmm. were able to wrap right. it around. This was the dump and the, chase goal, and and the dunk was really nice for me because. They put it really high, which gave them to be quiet, Chris. It was a, it was a nice <laughs> <time>. <laughs> they, they put it, they they threw it really high, which gave the the wingers the time to get to luck. So if if you don't have if you don't have the momentum to be or to be able to get to it in time, if you're throwing it high, they get the time to get to it. 
it gives them the and it get and it forces the turnover and makes the four check stronger. We, we got to put that on a t-shirt. Nice dump. <laughs> <laughs> so uh and then uh the, the thing that i really liked about this is you know the the typical stars would uh turtle in you know one goal lead going into the third period and i love the fact that they went out and they really tried to get that insurance goal and they got it and, and of course the person that gets the insurance goal is one of our top offensive players and we need more stuff like that um, it, I, I'm just so sick and tired of, you know, having the one goal lead and then just, you know, bearing down on it. And, I, I mean, we can focus on more defense. That's fine, okay? But if you have the opportunity to go into the offensive zone, don't just dump the puck in and change out and, you know, let the other team get momentum. Go and get another goal, and then that gives you – that lets you play looser and more relaxed, and it allows you to – you know, the anxiety of having a one-goal one lead is gone. You have two, yeah. You have a two-goal lead. And you're exactly right. In, in general, in, in previous games, we would have this one goal lead going into the third, and we would sit on it. That's why this season we've been the worst team when we have the lead going into the third period in the entire league. But to start this third period, we were aggressive. We were on the puck. We were trying to score. We weren't trying to preserve our one goal lead. But then after our goal, at around the 10-minute mark, I feel like we did let off the gas, and that's the right time to do it, around the 10-minute mark when you have a two-goal lead. So I feel like we definitely managed manage the game a lot better this time too. So you're exactly right, Ryan. Um, was this a f- – I mean, you could look at it either way. Was this – and this is a question that just popped in my head because um, I don't even know the answer to it. Was this a full 60-minute game from the Stars? Yeah, I think it was. I mean, we definitely had that rough spot in the second period. But that's also because they, the Detroit Red Wings, really pushed hard there. I mean, I don't think we did a lot wrong there. There was a, there was, we had a couple bad turnovers. But you're gonna hit some rough patches in games. But I feel like we were able to bounce back from them well too, and not have to wait until the period ended before we got back to our game. Even at the end of the second period, we got back to our game too. So of course we weren't great the entire game. If that were true, we'd win six nothing. But that's not going to happen. But still, I think this was a this was a full game performance, in my opinion. I think they did that well. I think the biggest thing for me was that, I mean, Larkin then goes out in that third period, right? And it really felt like the Wings did not have nearly as much energy as soon as he wasn't in the lineup anymore. Like you, you could feel that team, like take that <laughs> take that loss on it. It also could be they're playing their sixth period in 48 hours, too. That definitely helps. <laughs> it does. So, and that kind of brings us, you know, full circle back to what we were saying about uh, at the beginning of the game. Well, well before we get to that, um, Jason Robertson scores the empty netter. What the heck? He's a curler. <laughs> Out of all the ones that should have gone in, none of them went in except for the yeah. one that went 200 feet the opposite yeah, direction. That's after I don't understand he that. Nails the post. <laughs> on the like with the empty net there that's after he missed the outside post so well and then he hits the post again on that goal so yeah he's just playing posts and he's doing it well right (laughs) so anyway uh jason robertson gets his second of the period second of the game third of the season from glenn denning and that solidifies the uh, stars win uh a five to two victory over the really good you know detroit red wings they're really starting to turn the corner they're uh, they're not looking like the uh bottom feeders of the nhl like they were a couple seasons ago so 
uh, again, it was, and, and so let's, so let's go back, get back to that question. Um, so you could look at this negatively and say the last two games we've played are against two teams that are, you know, not in necessarily in the top of the league. And they're also, um, you know, on the second game of a back-to-back. Or do you look at good. these games and you look, you think optimistically and you say, hey, this team is finally starting to turn it around. Yes, it was at the expense of Blake Como, which I, I love Blake Como, but it, it this has seemed to work. So how do you look at this, you, optimistically or pessimistically? Well, it's definitely optimistically. Uh, first of all, Philadelphia is a very good team. Uh, I can't pull up the record right now for some reason because I'm stupid, but it's it's a it's a very it's a very winning record, <laughs> um, and they win again tonight two to one, um, so that was a great win, um, and they are both on back to backs. You know what? Maybe maybe you just need that to get out of stuff. Sometimes we still put up five goals on them. Those teams weren't playing terrible. There was times where Detroit was pretty bad this game. They had a lot of turnovers, but it's not like they were throwing the game away. We were still playing extremely well. And we were playing and, good hockey. And Detroit still had points in the game where they looked really good. So it, and it's their not goaltender like we... looked amazing. Their goaltender robbed three goals straight up, like yeah. unadulterated larceny. Well, yeah. One so, of their defenseman's face saved one of them. Yeah, uh, uh, somebody's <laughs> face that didn't belong there stopped one. Why was his face there? <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, we, we definitely and we so they were playing well. Their goaltender was still playing well. And we still could have scored way more goals too, so it, these are definitely really good wins. It helps that they were t- already tired, but sometimes you need that just to get out of a funk. We're back to five hundred. We're on the up and up. I have a very good feeling about this, and I am very much looking forward to playing against a well-rested Minnesota team on Thursday. And you know, and speaking of Minnesota, so uh, Philadelphia, Chris is eight four and two in fourteen games. They're fourth in the Metropolitan, so they are in the playoffs as of right now. Um, Fourth of the and, Metropolitan is first everywhere else. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, okay, so speaking of uh, Minnesota, that Minnesota is a, for those of you that have not been paying attention to Minnesota, Minnesota has been a very good team this year. Very good team. They're 10-5. and five. Uh, They have not gone uh, to, they have not lost in overtime yet. Um, and they've only won one in, uh, you know, past uh, 60 minutes. So this is a team that mostly takes care of their business in the in the three periods and doesn't need extra time, and they're ten and five. You know, this is a Minnesota team that has you know not been very. They've always been mediocre. You know, basically their entire existence, and now it's really not starting to look at like this way. And this is going to be a really good test for the Stars. Nope, forever, little brother. We'll take care of business. Three game win streak, calling forever, it right here. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be three to two. We're gonna win it in overtime. Well, I I would like to see how the stars go up against the Minnesota Wild now that they're actually playing better and they seem to be uh, doing well. So uh, we'll see how this goes. And I really think uh, that these teams like you know Dallas and Colorado, especially both of these teams that are like I, I would not have guessed this that they'd be fifth and sixth in the Central Division right now. And that, you know, Nashville would be third and Winnipeg would be first. I would have never seen that happening. Yeah, but the, uh, the people saying it's still early are running out of the early. It's, yeah, we're, a, we're getting to the middle. 
And it's that still there. A, that is a very good point, Chris, because, you know, it. especially I think we might be turning it around at the right time. I, I'm mm-hmm. keeping my fingers crossed. Just out of the early. Just out of the early that we're, you know, we're starting to turn this around. And, and, I, and I hate to reminisce so early because we're, we're still just barely turning it around. It's been two games. <laughs> We've had two good games. But anyway, the, the fact that we were able to hold together the record that we have with how poorly we played in the beginning of the season is going to be – so good when we look back on it at the end of the season i think it's gonna matter so much those big overtime wins that we got so yeah no regulation all wins all, until november <laughs> exactly so that's really bad but to, to keep the record that we have somehow is a miracle and it's gonna it's gonna be big when we get down the stretch i think so um let me ask you about this what do y'all uh what did y'all think of uh jake ottinger tonight how did, how did y'all feel about his game this evening? He was very good. He stopped. He had a couple. Of, he stopped a couple of guys when they were had wide open chances right in front of the net off terrible turnovers by the Stars. That's one thing we didn't talk about. Stars had a lot of bad turnovers this game, but Otter sopped him up, so that was nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's the first. It's the first like over nine hundred save percentage that I think we've had for like three games now so he played really well and that's that's the benefit of having a bigger goalie in that yeah def i was going to mention the bigger goalie thing next too because detroit took a lot of shots from the point they didn't go in i'm smart guys listen to me i'm a genius that's why i'm on this podcast dude that's why i'm on this podcast (laughs) it pays to be big it it how big is jay gottinger let me look this he's a large fellow He's enormous. I think he's 6'5". Yeah, he's 6'5", 220 pounds compared not to... Not enormous, but he's a large fellow. Not enormous? Not enormous, my butt. He's huge. It, yes, he's huge compared to us, but compared to hockey players, he's just big. Char is enormous. Yeah, yeah that's true. But by the way, did y'all see that fight between uh, Patrick Maroon and Zdeno Chara? Good Zdeno right Chara now. at 44 <laughs> is throwing the mitts down. I would have never thought that. I mean, I guess when you're like, you know, two feet larger than everybody else, you can get away with that because your arms are so giant and everything. Uh, but it was a, it was a good fight. And, you know, Patrick Maroon put up a fight. It was good. So I will be watching that after this. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, anything else you all want to mention before we call this a night? Face-off percentage. We lost it. Unacceptable. We have to win face-off percentage. Pavelski sucked on the die. I don't know what, what was up with that. So did Hintz, too. Figure it out. I don't know. Uh, just real quick to read, Chris. Face-off percentage last game was 45-55 against a team who's like third in face-offs. So. Yeah. yeah. I that's don't know. Pretty bad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Well, I, I mean, like, I mean, like, we won the games. We won the game. That's why we're it's just in passing that. thing. But. Right. I don't know, but. <laughs> well. I guess we'll call it. We'll call it. Uh, I'm sure we're forgetting something, but we'll we'll call otter. it a night from there. More otter. Otter was great. He deserves to play again. Do you think? Yeah. Do you agree? I mean, why not? Why not? Because I mean, if Hudobin's really not feeling good and Holtby is, you know, uh, is hurt with like a, a minor little injury, why not just throw him back in? And we, he, he, and we he can pull decent enough. And we can pull a Kucherov. I mean, who knows how long they're going to be, how long Holby's going to be sick. I mean, we we don't know. He may be he may be sick for the whole season. 
Yeah. Just miraculously come back, you know, <laughs> for the first round of the playoffs. I'm assuming we make that, the playoffs. That'd be crazy. Yeah, right? All right, guys. Um, anyways, make sure you follow us on all of our social media accounts. Uh, R on Twitter and also all our personals. You can see on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, we're on Instagram and also on Facebook. Make sure you like us there and follow us on those as well. Um, we'll be back with you guys again on James. What's what, where Thursday at seven? On Thursday, Thursday at seven against the Trash Beds. Trash Beds. Minnesota Wild. Minnesota Wild, baby brother. Okay. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Y'all have a good evening. <laughs>